Hold your Bibles up. Say, this is God's word. Come on, say it like you mean it. This is God's word. Not Pastor Evans' word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare, my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. We thank you that your word has been hidden in our heart so that we may not sin against you. As we plant the power of your word inside of our hearts this morning, I pray that every mind will be renewed, lives will be changed, souls will be saved, and people will be delivered. As I have decreased now, as we decrease, we thank you for the anointing to teach and preach so that everyone here will leave spiritually fed. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Our current series is called Living in the Overflow. Say that with me. Say Living in the Overflow. Living in the Overflow. In our first lesson, we have been talking about the power and the promises of the first fruit giving principle. Amen. So far, we've identified that giving the first fruit from our best is not only a principle that is active today, but there are specific promises that come with this particular giving principle. And so today, our focus is going to be on completing or expanding on what those promises are. And then at the end, we're going to motivate you to have a heart to sacrifice. Everybody say sacrifice. You know, sacrifice sounds like a bad word until we need one. In other words, see, sacrifice is not a bad word because if it was, then what Jesus did for us was bad. But he sacrificed his life for us. Amen. And anytime you sacrifice something, you get more of what you sacrificed. Amen. So I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Let me show you this. Those of you who are visiting us for the first time, uh, I typically teach on giving once uh, one specific time a year uh, for about five to six weeks. That's a tithe of the year, and we do that because we have uh, an annual giving day that we do. But we do it specifically because every sheep needs to be sheared. You know, what would happen to a sheep that never got sheared? It'd get all bushy and nappy and, and, and get caught in the, in the bushes, and then the wolf's going to get you. I ain't found that in the scripture nowhere, but I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> three little pigs. Okay, Romans chapter 3. Look at verse 27. It says, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No. Read it with me. But by the law of what? But by the law of faith. The word law there can be translated principle. And principle means 
what God wants to do. And so the, the, the first fruit giving principle, or it's a principle, and it's something that God still honors today. In other words, it's not just something in the Old Testament because it's also mentioned in the New Testament. Now, those of you who, who have not been with us, the, the New Testament example that we can give as a first fruit is Jesus Christ himself. The Bible says he is the firstborn of many brethren, meaning that Jesus sacrificed his life. He was not only God's only begotten son, he wasn't God's first son. Adam was first God's first son. Did y'all know that? Yeah, Adam was first. The Bible says Adam was the son of God. But Jesus is God's only begotten son. There's a difference between the two. In fact, Adam was made. Jesus was born. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, some of y'all, why y'all looking like that? Y'all okay? That's in the Bible. Are y'all reading y'all Bible? Praise the Lord. So, we see here, it says the law of faith. There are different laws that are still governing in the earth realm that we can tap into that will work for our lives every single day. The law of gravity, we use it every day. But then there are spiritual laws. Say spiritual laws. There are spiritual laws that are in place. And what happens is, normally, people neglect the spiritual laws. And when you neglect the spiritual law, it can affect your natural life. Amen. And so... Uh, the first fruit giving principle is a spiritual law that we can tap into. Amen. Amen. Now, the word, uh, go to Malachi chapter 3 very quick. You know what? I don't want to go to Malachi. Let's, let's go to, I want to jump right into 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Go to 2 Corinthians 9. 2 Corinthians 9. Before we jump into the promises of what first fruit giving does for us, you need to understand that God will always provide seed for the person he knows will sow it. God will always, say always. always. He will always provide seed for those who he know will sow it. Now, those of you who are in our Facebook community, how many have been on the Facebook for Word of Truth lately? Okay, y'all just wore out what I said last week, didn't you? Bam. How many went to the comedian thing too? Oh my goodness, y'all see him... He should have paid me some of his money. <laughs> Half of the jokes was mine. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians, what did I tell you to go? Nine. Second Corinthians 9. And I want you to write down, God will always provide seed to the person he knows will sow it. Okay, chapter 9. I'm going to start in verse 9 and verse 10. It says, as it is written, I'm in verse 9. He had dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. Verse 10. Now he, talking about God, that ministers, gives, or sows seed to the sower. Both ministers bread for your food. And watch what happens. And he multiplies the seed that you keep. No. What does it say? He multiplies the seed that you what? So, watch this now. No seed can reproduce until it's sown. Now, the reason why some people cannot get breakthrough financially from God is because they are, you know what I say, spiritual laws? They're, They're transgressing this spiritual law right here. What happens is God blesses us and he tests us every week when the offering plate goes by. There's a test, you know. How many in school, you know, were like me and you walk in class and everybody say, you ready? I'm like, ready for what? Ready for the test. 
Man, how many didn't know that? You know, walking. Oh my goodness! Then you're trying to scram, scrambling, trying to, trying to. What, what chapter was it on? And, and then I got busted one time. You know, they had those black science tables. You know, growing up, I don't know. Are they still black? Okay. Well, I I, I used a pencil to write on the science table. I had all the answers written down on the science table. And I just knew I was going to get away that day with cheating. That day. Man, the teacher came over there and I saw her coming. And I was trying to rub it with my own. How many know I flunked that test? Well, you don't want to flunk the test when the offering plate goes by. Because God gives seed to the sower. And if God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. And I've seen so many examples of that in the Bible and in contemporary life. There are so many of you who say, God, I want to be able to give on giving Sunday, but I don't have it. And God will provide it. And so what we need to understand is that if you'll keep an open heart, everybody say open heart. If you'll keep an open heart, if God knows he can get it through you, he'll get it to you. And, and, and when, the, when the water goes through the pipe, the pipe gets wet too. Right. In other words, God don't expect you to give it all away. You, you do get to keep some. Amen. Amen. So let's look now at some specific promises that the first fruit giving principle affords us. Go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. And uh, the wife is with me this morning. Can y'all tell? Vanna White. Vanna Yellow. Proverbs, Proverbs 3. Here's the first promise I want you to write down about the first fruit giving principle. Number one, the giving of the first fruit entitles us to be able to save and have overflow. Okay, I'm going to prove it through scripture. Number one, when you give a first fruit, and we define first fruit, those of you who are visiting us, Romans chapter 11 verse 6 says that if the first fruit is holy, then the whole lump is holy. What we mean by first fruit is that you, you, have, you examine what you have, you take the best out of the bunch that you have, and you present it unto the Lord. Right. In Proverbs 3, 9, it says, honor the Lord with your what? Substance. With your substance and with the first fruits of all of your increase. So I honor God when I bring first fruit. What is first fruit? First fruit is the best out of a portion. Now, here's the promise. He says, so shall your barns be filled with what? Plenty. Plenty. Now, once you have plenty of something, there's really no more room for no more nothing else unless it overflows. So that's savings. But then he says, then your vats shall burst out with the word burst. Uh, you, You can't say overflow. Now, I like another version. This is the Amplified. It says, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors. Notice it says righteous labors. Now, I know you tithing off of your weed sales, but that's not good. Somebody in here selling weed. Somebody in here selling weed, I'm telling you. How many here selling weed? Let me see your hand. I'm just messing with I'm just messing with I'm just messing with Somebody really doing that, though. <laughs> he tithing off of it, too. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors 
and with the first fruits of all your income. Here's the next verse. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing. Say overflowing. Overflowing with new wine. Praise the Lord. Now, here's another version. It says, honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your vines, vats will, will brim over. Praise the Lord. In other words, you cannot give your best without God giving his best. Amen. And in the first service, I said, nobody really likes leftovers. Now, you know, I, I have the greatest cook in America. And I mean that. I mean, if you tasted my wife cooking, she can, she can, girl can cook. I got one piece of advice from my pastor before I got married. He didn't have no spiritual qualities in there at all. All he told me is, don't marry somebody who can't cook. <laughs> so one of the things I made sure that my wife knew how to do, because I don't know how to cook. So if we both, hey, if we, we, if she didn't know how to cook and I don't know how to cook, we in Kentucky every night because I don't know how to do it. Well, I still don't like leftovers. Now, so I don't make leftovers. No, she cooks every day. So every, she that just disqualify all the women who want to be married to the pastor because if y'all can't cook seven days a week, something different, just hang it up. Praise the Lord. There you go. Thank you. He's high maintenance. He looked good for a reason. <laughs> Thank you, baby, for that introduction. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Yes, no problem. Praise God. Go but, for it. You don't but, like leftovers. Huh? You don't like leftovers. No, I don't. It's and, true. and then, okay, let's forget about leftovers. You might left, like leftovers. What about hand-me-downs? You know, where you had to wear your brother's clothes or sister's clothes? Nobody likes that. You want your own, don't you? Especially if it's, if it's, if it's their, their drawers. You don't want to wear their drawers. <laughs> Nobody wants hand-me-down drawers. How many wore hand-me-down drawers? Let me see your hands. I'm just playing. I'm just messing around today. I haven't been able to talk all week. I had dental surgery, so I'm just trying to let it all out. You know, I'm letting it all out. I'm really, I, I did. <laughs> Dr. Shep did a good job. See, my, my mouth ain't swollen. Do I look swollen? He's the best. He did good. Praise the Lord. All right. So we see that in verse 3 or verse 9, it says, we can honor the Lord with our first fruit. And the promise from that is to be able to save. Now, you say, well, pastor, I can't save right now. One of the reasons you can't save is because you don't have enough coming in. But what if, what if, just, just phantom in your mind right now. If your income doubled right now, but you stayed at the same level of expenses you have, you would be able to save with no problems. I'm saying the first fruit principle sets you up for that. Amen. When we started exercising the principle, see, once you learn how the principle works, man, increase starts coming in your life like never before. So the first one is savings and overflow. Say savings, savings. And, overflow. and overflow. Now, let me show you this principle lived out. Go to 1 Kings chapter 17. Go to 1 Kings 17. Let me show you this principle lived out so you can say that I at least got it out of the Bible. 1 Kings chapter 17. Given the first part of the best will always produce more and in a multiplied state. I'm going to say that again. 
giving of the first part, that first fruit, when you give it to God, not, God not only takes it, but he multiplies it and gives it back to you. In 1 Kings 17, look now in verse 9 or verse 8. It says, And the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain you. Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow woman, which in those days were considered poor, she was gathering sticks, and he called her. He said, fetch me, I pray, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And she was going to fetch it. She had no problem doing that. She, went, she just went to do, to do it. And then he called her, and he said, bring me, I pray, a, little, a morsel of bread in your hand. And then she says, as the Lord your God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful. Say a handful. handful. See, because God, you, you got to start with something. He said, she said, I only have a handful of meal in a barrel and then a little what? A little oil in a cruise. Watch this now. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in, dress it or cook it for me and my son that we may eat it and what? Die. Die. So she had only had enough for what? One meal. She didn't even have enough for a day. She had only uh, one meal. Verse 13. Elijah said unto her, what? What did he say? Fear not. not. Go and do what you have said. But, basically he's saying, go on and eat and kill yourself. No, he wasn't saying that. He said, well, really, that's really what, you know. He said, go on and eat it and die. But but he gave her a promise. He says, but make me a little cake first. He's so sensitive. Before you do all that and kill yourself, make me some. He said, make me a cake first. Does that sound selfish? Be honest. Yes. How many think that sounds selfish? Raise your hand. Okay. She only had a little bit anyway. And he's asking her to give him the first part of the little she's got. Now, whether you know it or not, that is the first fruit principle in operation. Now, remember, I told you that when a first fruit is offered, it comes back in a multiplied state. Let's see what happened. Look down now at verse, I lost my page. Look down now at verse 13. Elijah said unto her, fear not, go and do as you have said. Make me a little cake first. Verse 14, for thus says the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day the Lord sends rain. Watch this now. And she went and did because she didn't have to do it. She could have just said, no, I'm cooking me and my son this happy meal and we're going to happily die. You say you're a man of God trying to take the last I got. You know, she, what she, kind of man of God are you? Right. She could have just kept it. But, but then said, it says According she, to the saying of Elijah. Well, yeah. She did it. She went and did what Elijah said. And then the Bible says she and he, which is Elijah, and her house did eat what? Here's the multiplied state, verse 16. And the barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. In other words, this woman and her house and Elijah ate for many days because she gave the first portion. And that's what we're believing. Those of you who are visiting, we have land that we own off of 360 right, right before you get to Debbie Lane. I can't, right, right after Trinity. What's the name of that high school? Timberview. And we're taking up a first fruit offering because we're going to start construction on our land this year. Amen. 
We believe that, that it's through giving that God blesses the people and that God blesses his house. We don't believe that you should sell chickens and hamburgers and Girl Scout cookies. Now, ain't nothing wrong with Girl Scout cookies. But I'm saying that's not how the Bible says that we should supply the house of God. Now, what, what we notice on, um, in the scripture here is two things. The first thing is that it said that she and her house did eat many days. Not just her, but her and her house. But she, when she was preparing the meal, she was just preparing it for her and her son. So just for those two. But the Bible says here that when she gave of that first fruit, the things that she was not concerned about or even caring about, the other people in her house... God was watching them. God was taking care of them. But her first fruit giving ended up being a blessing for people more than her. Yes. More than just her and her son. It ended up being for people that she wasn't even thinking about would need her help. So God wants to get you to a place that when you are giving sacrificially and when you give your first fruit, he blesses you so much for many days that people who you don't know yet are going to need your help, you will be able to help. But what was a powerful thing about that was it said... That she went and did according to the word of Elijah. But God is so good. That when you have a man of God. That God will back up that man of God's word. The Bible then says that she and her house did eat many days. And that according to the word of the Lord that was spoken by Elijah. That God honored what Elijah had said. So if pastor is saying that this is a year of favor for the faithful. If pastor is saying that when you give your seed. That the man of God can declare a blessing. It's written right here. That God will validate the man of God's word. Just because you obey the principle. Listen. I want to be blessed enough. I said this in the first service. I want to be so blessed that if God spoke to me one Sunday and said, pay everybody's mortgage for the month of May in, in the, who comes to church. Just pay everybody's mortgage personally. Mm-hmm. What would y'all do if I got up and said, okay, everybody who's in church this morning, I'm going to pay your mortgage this month. Would you be excited? Yes. Well, that's what it's like to be in a blessed state. And I'm believing one day I'm going to be able to do that. That's right. I'm just going to be able to come in and say, okay, everybody just put your name, phone number on there. Give me your account number. I'm going to pay your bill. Because if I give some of y'all the money, y'all going to spend it. Y'all ain't going to pay it. <laughs> amen, amen. Amen. So we see that one of the principles that come from first fruit giving is overflow. Mm-hmm. Everybody say overflow. Let's look at the second one. Go to Nehemiah. We'll look at the second one. Then we're going to wind down here. Nehemiah chapter 13. This yes, one is awesome. Yes, we had something happen this week. Yes, we had something that, that was traumatic that happened to us this week. But it ties into this principle, and which, which is the promise, and, and here it is. That when you give a first fruit, you position yourself for God to remember you. Now, go to Nehemiah chapter 13. And it's not until you need God to remember you that you're going to need God to remember you. Right. Amen. Nehemiah 13, look in verse 31. It says, look in, yeah, 31. And for the, for the wood offering, what kind of offering? Wood offering. For the wood offering at times appointed and for the what? And for the first fruits, watch what he says. Remember me, oh my God. For what? He said, Lord, I have sacrificially 
taking the first and the best out of this hole and I'm honoring you with it and because I have, I need you to remember me and not just remember me, but remember me for good. You say, well, pastor, can you validate that? Yes, I can. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 1. Go to 1 Samuel 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1. Now, those of you who were not here, last week we talked about Hannah and Hannah Vowed a vow to the Lord and said, Lord, if you'll give me a male child, I'll give him back to you. That's a first fruit. She actually gave of her first son to the Lord. Well, we learned last week that God, remember now, the first fruit principle says that when when you give to God, he gives it back in a multiplied state, right? Well, she ended up with five more children, even though she was barren before. Right. So now I'm going to show you that this first fruit principle Calls God to remember her. First Samuel, what did I tell you to go? First Samuel one nineteen. One nineteen. Look at what it says. And they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah, which was her husband, knew Hannah. He knew her. If you don't know what that means, see me after service. He knew Hannah, his wife. Notice he knew his wife, not his girlfriend. Amen. I'm not going to say that again this week. But they were married. Praise the Lord. He knew Hannah, his wife. Watch this now. Read it with me. And the Lord remembered her. He what? He remembered her. And if you'll keep reading, that's why she had those additional children. In other words, giving a first fruit positions you for God to remember you for good. And hmm? oh, you praying? Okay, praise the Lord. I don't know. Take my shoes off because you know we're about to testify. Okay, praise the Lord. Now, now let me show you a a New Testament principle of this, and then we're going to give you a personal testimony. Go to Matthew chapter twenty-six. You're going to pray under your bread, girl. I'm I'm thinking you up here spitting out scriptures or something. I can do that too. It's like I didn't know she knew Spanish. What is that? (laughs) Matthew twenty-six. Go to Matthew twenty-six. Let me show you this first fruit principle. That when you give to God, he will remember you. He remembered Hannah, and that's why Hannah had five additional children. Well, let's see what happened in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 26, look in verse 12. Look, no, it says here, well, let's, let's look up at verse 6. Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came a woman having an alabaster box of very precious, say very precious. Very precious. Very precious. That, that could be translated very expensive. Ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat down to eat. Verse 8. But when this, his disciples saw it, they had indignation. They got upset because of what she did to Jesus. You know, people will get upset with you if you get blessed. Yes. Those are called haters. Hey Amen. Haters ain't new, it's right here in the Bible. His own disciples had indignation and they said, to what purpose was this wasted? Look in verse 9. For this ointment might have been sold for what? Much. So if it was able to be sold for much, that means it was expensive. If it was expensive, this lady had to take some time to go get this. She had it already in her mind what she was going to do with it. I'm going to take a portion of what I got, the best part. And I'm going to give it to Jesus. 
Well, let's see what happened. She gave it to Jesus in verse 10. Or verse, yeah, verse 10. When Jesus understood it, well, look in verse 9. For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she has wrought a good work upon me. Yes. Amen. Giving is good. Don't let, listen, don't, don't, don't tell some of your family members about your first fruit giving because they ain't going to understand. But let them stay broke. Amen. Let them call you when they need you. I, I, got, some, I got relatives like that. I, when, the, when I see it, I know what they want. Oh, yeah. How many got some people like that in your family? Amen. They only call They don't only months, call you when they want some months. money. Oh, money. Okay, y'all with me. Look at verse 12. For in that she has poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verse 13 is the focus verse. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman has done be told for what? A memorial. memorial. He says, you know what? This woman is going to be remembered for what she did. And God will remember you when you sacrifice your first fruit. And something happened to us this week. Very well, traumatic. Just backtrack a little bit. Won't you backtrack? On um, in Matthew, you know, Pastor was talking about how when she wanted to give the, when she started to give the ointment, they started. The disciples started saying, "Hey, you know, you could have been doing this for something else. You, anytime you're gonna give your first fruit, anytime you're gonna give your best, you're gonna have a persecutor. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a hater. Hannah had a hater. Her name was Peniah." In Samuel, she had five kids. You know, Panah kept just busting out these kids left, right, and center. And Hannah was always embarrassed because when you didn't have children, and specifically a male child in the Bible, in the, that day, you were like God had cursed you. It was like you were, you were not, the hand of God was not on you. And so what happened is that Hannah would go up year and year after year and cry out to the Lord. And so she was, her heart was heavy, but she had a hater. Another female that was be like, you know what, you know, I, these are my kids and look at me and all this kind of stuff. But the Bible says that in spite of her hater, that Hannah went and she made a vow to the Lord. And she said, I will lend you my son, the rest of your, my, his days. Mm-hmm. If you will give me a son, I will give him to you all of the days of his life. He was serving the house of the Lord. And so even though her hater was showing off, and even though her hater was persecuting her, the Bible says that she got the better portion. And not only did she have the better portion, she ended up having more kids than her hater. Mm-hmm. And so God, in spite of your haters, if you would give a first fruit sacrifice, if you would give a first fruit offering, God will take care of your haters. He will shut them up for you. Now, here's the deal. I said this. You don't want God to kill your haters. No. As much as they get on your nerve, you don't want God to do that. No. The Bible says in Psalm 23, he wants to prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. So we want our haters to live long. To see you blessed. To see you blessed. So, so, this, so what happened is, we, when we had Landon, before we had Landon, my, my, my wife made a vow to the Lord. Lord, if you'll give us a child, a boy, we I already had a little girl, that I, we will give him to you for ministry. Right. And so, uh, and so we, all the challenges we had to even have him was a miracle, yes. you know, cause those of you who visit him, I'll be 45 here coming up. So, you know, <laughs> you know, 
And so what happened is that the year before gun bullets no more. The year before we had um, I got handgun status. Pow. 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 You'll get it when you get home. Well, the year before we got pregnant, we had given a big seed for Landon because that's what we were believing for. And then we got pregnant. Yes. And we gave another big seed because a we wanted the, the pregnancy to hold. And the Bible promises us in, in Malachi 3 verse 11 that because we are tithers, our fruit will not be cast before it's time. So that was my confession. Because I am a tither, because I am a faithful seed sower, because I am a giver, I will not have a miscarriage. Amen. Well, in doing this whole process, you know, this week, you know, we, we just had a, you know, again, we, we, we gave Landon as a first fruit. And that was my vow to the Lord. You give him to me, I'll give him back to you. Whatever you want him to do, I'll give him back to you to the service of the Lord. He'll be the heir to the ministry. Now, in the meantime, someone, in the we, meantime, we got knowledge of someone who w- wanted Landon to die. What had happened was we, I was pregnant and it was right towards the end of um, our pregnancy. And they actually lied and said that somebody close to me had said that they wish my baby would die. And the person who was close to me got so upset that they tracked down who would have said and lied on them and said that they would have said that they would want our baby to die. And when we found out who it was, we were so hurt because this was somebody who we had paid bills for. This was somebody we had loved a long time. This was somebody we went over and backwards for. And this was somebody who we'd never done anything wrong to. We had, we had never done anything wrong to them. And they confessed and said, and yes, said yes, I said yes, it. Yes, I said it. I hope her baby died. And I said, I tell you what, Jesus, I'm a faithful seed sower. Yes. I am a tither. I do good works. And Nehemiah 13, 31 says, remember me yes. for my good that I do. And this week, I was taking Landon. I took him outside. And I was... Um, Getting the stroller out the back of the car. And he was in my hand. And he's strong. He's real strong. And I went to reach for the thing. And he fell over. And he hit his head right here in the middle. And he just bounced up and flopped over. On the concrete now. He, was, he, he fell from about this height. And he just fell over and fell and bounced and just flopped. And I just grabbed him up and I just started screaming. And screaming and screaming. And I was just like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, I'm thinking, this is my first fruit. This is my seed. This is, you promised me, God. This is what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. And heaven hears me screaming and she runs out. And as she's running out, there's a guy who washes our cars for us. And he says, Pastor, you're going to have to rush him to the ER. You're going to have to rush him to the ER because that happened to my nephew and, and, and he has seizures. And heaven said, I do not receive that in Jesus' name. Do not say that. And so he said, I'm just saying. And heaven was like, don't say that. Don't say that. We don't receive that. Mommy, he's going to be fine. Mommy, he's going to be okay. His hands are going to move. His legs are going to move. And so he was just saying, take her to the ER. Take her to the ER. And, you know, and heaven said, no, I'm going to call daddy. 
And I'm just there screaming. I'm just praying in tongues and I'm just going. And the whole time I'm praying in tongues, my mind is saying, you will complete that which you have promised. Father, you are the author and finisher of my faith. Father, you will not let me down. The seed of the righteous is delivered from harm. No evil shall come near my dwelling place. This is what I'm thinking. All I got is the word. All I can say, God, is I honor the Lord with my substance. I give up my first fruit. Father God, you are faithful. Even though somebody was wishing for my baby to die, he's here. Even though their haters out there trying to persecute her, if your seed will live longer than you give it, your seed goes beyond that day. I was like, God, I sold for him. He will live and not die. He will live and declare the works of the Lord. He will not die. And so I'm here to tell you, Landon doesn't have a bruise. Landon doesn't have any swelling. His CAT scan came back perfect. He is just fine. The angels of the Lord and come past around him that he would not dash his foot against a stone. The seed of the righteous is delivered. Father, you are faithful even when we are not faithful. The Bible says in Jeremiah that you will avenge those who hate me because I have been faithful. You will remember your covenant towards me. You made a promise. You will keep it. And so I declare to you that your first fruit, your seed, don't just give any seed on March 28th. Don't just give what you can't afford. Give a first fruit because it protects you. It goes way beyond. So when people are wishing you evil, you don't worry. When people are trying to hate you and thwart your plans and the purposes of God in your life, you just be cool. People wonder how we can do what we do with so much persecution. We get so much persecution, you would not believe that somebody would wish that evil on your pastors. Would you believe that? But how many of you know, you can stand in faith believing when you know that your seeds go before you. They set a road path of favor and blessings and the persecution will come. But the Bible says, no weapon from against me will prosper. And every tongue that rise up against me, I will prove to be in the wrong. Isn't that what the word says? So I challenge you. Don't ever give another offering just like that. Don't ever give your first fruit like it's nothing. Every time you sow seed, you are setting up the stage for your promotion. You're setting up a stage for protection on your kids. If you saw Landon this morning at church, you would never know. He fell and bounced on his head. He didn't fall on the side. He, he fell on his head, on his soft spot. But God is a good God. Yes, he is. And we're going to march and move anyway. We're going to have our breakthrough. And then, you know. Hallelujah. All the haters, they'll stay there long enough to see Landon grow. Take the helm of this ministry into the next generation. Ain't nothing but a thing. Praise Amen. the Lord. In other words, God will remember you when you need him to. For good. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you may be here this morning. And you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You know, he remembered you.